0: Hey guys, I'm Vicky, this is Zone 7, and I'm here with Tagore, and um, we're going to be speaking all things super creative. Short <laughs> intro, we went to see The Halfway Kid, who was my first ever podcast guest. He put a lot of faith in me. I had nothing to show him, and he was like, yeah, I'll be on the podcast, which was insane. But we came to see his gig, and we walked in slightly early, and there you were singing what is now my favorite song, genuinely. I can't wait for <laughs> you to release it. I've been playing it for everyone. Um, is it is it called Mr. Pesto Pastor? I've named yeah. it yet.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, it's got to be. It's got. Yeah,
0: be. I mean, it's iconic. It was so good. The energy was insane. I'd love oh, to hear yeah. about your music creation process because mm. I'm so in awe of the product, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it, it 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 comes from just all angles, and yeah. I feel like that's that's how I I love it, and that's when I really uh find myself just appreciating life as a whole mm-hmm. is is when I'm taking inspiration from just everything. Yeah. And and with that song with Mr. Pesto Pasta, it's actually about um one of my closest friends, uh Race and uh yeah they they love Pesto Pasta. And and that's that's effectively what the song is about. It's just about our our relationship and my appreciation for them. Oh. And that's 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 literally all it is. <laughs> and it's and it's really nice to be able to find inspiration in just the the smallest things. Yeah. And and when you explore small magnified little subjects. Uh, in your life if you follow that mm. then you can it just it seems to just widen out into just this massive space yeah. where there's just a wealth of things to to write about and yeah. i find that that's really incredible
0: i've actually i've heard that a few times now i always thought that people write songs about like these big emotions that they have and then they try and find a way to put it into words but more and more i'm hearing you know I had this small, cool experience, and I wanted to make something bigger out of it, which is so nice.
1: It was such a wonderful thing for me to write, and then, and then, when I started sharing it with friends and sharing it online, like it got such a good response from from people that follow me and from from friends when I played it to them. I think because it is, it's nothing more than what it is, mm-hmm. and. Uh, what it is is talking about something that we all really love, <laughs> yeah. and and that I just think I think there's something really beautiful in that, and I love I love that because there I do go straight off the other side sometimes as well, mm. and go incredibly deep, um, uh, and I really enjoy that as well. Uh, but it has its it has its own place, and this has its own place as well, and it's beautiful when they can kind of merge and you find some sort of deep sentimentality with something that's something you know something so simple
0: yeah and it can mean so much to other people as well like it's I think my parents honestly bored of me now I'll just belt it I've always been like that if I get a song stuck in my head I just belt it the most random times and everyone works from home so it's not very helpful but I'm like this (laughs) okay we know we know what you're singing now um i literally can't wait for it to be released but all of your songs are so great and i think i was so lucky that i got to be introduced to you through your performing because it's so different Mm. when you hear a recorded song because that's got to be you know it's got to be almost perfect and Mm. you're gonna overthink it loads and you you keep going over it um but performance wise it was such an authentic performance how does performing play a part in your music writing and do you ever think like this is how i'll perform it or is it just i've written the song and now i get to perform it to people who want to listen Wow,
1: it's, <laughs> it's tricky it's tricky only because i think i find that they're such they're such separate experiences mm. um for me like they have they have such a they hold such a different space in my life like to the point at which, you know, like, that's what kind of makes it so strange to to think about creating something, um, and then being in a public space, mm. uh, sharing it with people, especially when you have that soapbox where you know you're you are the center of this attention right now, and this thing that started out as, you know, an idea. Mm-hmm then is realized um through writing and whatnot and 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 creating uh something that's more fleshed out possibly Mm -hmm. or exploring that rather uh to then being on a stage and sharing it it's like it's it's it has it has uh such a process Mm -hmm. that like in the past, I've definitely thought about that. I've thought about how I would perform mm-hmm. something while I'm creating it, and I've. I think for me, it's actually. If I start thinking about that too much, it actually then hinders the progress. I th- I like to try and keep them separate. Okay. Yeah, um, but it really depends on what I'm making because you know what I performed on stage when you saw me that's like a small slice of what i actually make yeah you know at the moment i'm focusing um the majority of my time on making uh country music or folk music Mm -hmm. um i'm really i spent the last about three three years really focusing on improving and exploring my songwriting and that's been the best vehicle for that has been for the most part has been just writing songs with the guitar yeah um but alongside that i've also been experimenting and i have been making electronic music and and kind of fusions of of with with kind of uh more songwriting genres like country i've been just kind of merging everything and just like letting my creativity do its thing. Yeah. 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 So, so when I'm making something like that, something more upbeat, um, that excites me when I think about playing it live because I've, I've been playing music, uh, with an acoustic guitar to people in a room for Mm -hmm. the last, I don't know, maybe, Uh, 10 years since I was about 15 I I was playing gigs for for a solid for a solid pretty yeah since yeah since I was about 15 been been playing gigs uh just with an acoustic guitar and so the idea of being either with a band or or yeah well actually that would probably be the best for me is with a band and to be able to do I don't know just get people dancing Mm -hmm. that's really exciting so I definitely think about that when I'm making, so- I mean, I I think the only reason I start thinking about it is because I start dancing, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> You're like, oh,
0: um, I'm onto something because I'm yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah, but
1: I think for the most part, I just, I, I, I write and I try and keep it separate because in the past I haven't and that has definitely affected my writing in a way that I don't think I appreciate because I'm thinking, I start getting into a headspace where I'm like, what do people want to hear? Yeah. You know, and I don't, I used to be really concerned about that and that, I think that that kind of fucked me up for a while. Yeah, just I i really really found that just holding myself within within the stage that I'm in within the creative process I think is is definitely for me the best way to go about it.
0: Yeah, For trusting sure. the process.
1: Yeah, that's the one. That's Everyone what I'm. Lo- that's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: but everyone's like always like trust the process, and when I'm the one with the process, I'm I never trust it. I'm like if I haven't started succeeding at stage one. I don't even want to know what stage four looks like. Yeah. But then I see on TikTok, for example, someone's like painting something and they're underpainting, it and I'm like, that looks horrific. Scroll mm. forward, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, 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 Um, so I completely understand what you're saying. Is if we can f- give a hundred percent to the bit we're in. Yeah then a hundred percent to the bit after and then when we get to the end we can look back and be proud of all of it
1: yeah i think so and i think it's being able to be there for yourself in the moments where it gets hard Mm. because i've definitely noticed that it's very easy to kind of just completely abandon ship when things don't work for me and i've i've improved over time at just kind of trying to just stick at it for a bit longer because you know they say like the darkest hour is right before the dawn mm. and i feel like that's just it's so true it's yeah. so it's so i i i i'm i'm such a culprit mm. or a victim or no wait perpetrator, a, a per- both. A perpetrator i'm everything <laughs> i just i fall victim to to just giving up right before the finish line yeah. and then noticing afterwards, oh, wait, if I'd have just held on a touch longer, yeah. you know? So I think it's, it's that, it's being there for yourself to just give yourself that little extra bit of, a, of a strength, you that little just that little push.
0: You're preaching to yeah. the choir. I mean, I am famous within my family that I have tried everything. I mean, I am a jack of all trades and a master of absolutely zero because I've not stuck to any of them at all. Um at the first sign of failure, I'm out. It's not for me. I'm not naturally talented at this. Don't want to do it anymore. And I'm so lucky that my family is supportive. And they're like, just give it one more go. And I'm like, yeah. No, Alicia can't do it. And they're like, no, just give it one more go. Um, and it's when you give it that one more go that something absolutely magical happens, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I mean, I think that's really great though. Like just picking up new things, like being messy, I think is is undervalued mm. i think i think it's so great to just dart from left to right to left to the right and leave a, a trail of things <laughs> like <laughs> abandoned things behind <laughs> with you
0: with your name on them right yeah,
1: yeah exactly exactly i think because because i remember there's another part to that saying it's like a jack of all trades master of none
0: but being good at all is better than none yeah so it's is yeah, something like one.
1: that have you found like with the things that you have all like all these different things that you've explored have you found much commonality between them at all
0: they're all creative Mm. and that's why i started this podcast was because i found a home in none of them Mm. but so much admiration for all of them Mm. and i i love talking to people like you who have almost not even committed to one but i know them for one of that yeah um so i'm like so in awe of how you've been able to get deeper into that process. For example, I love singing. Mm. I will never sing for anyone outside my family. Yeah. Um, I love knitting, but I unravel more than I knit because at the minute I make a mistake, I'm not committed to the project anymore. Um, like I, I do all of these things. I used to act and I just haven't been able to commit to it, but I'm still so in love with that creative process. And I think yeah. it's, I don't know if it's just a me thing. I think it's a human thing. That when we put effort in we like to see what comes to fruition yeah and that's how i explain creativity it's not necessarily like non-stem subjects um which is how i was taught it at school i don't know what your perception of it was when you were younger but if it's math if it's not maths it's creative and i just feel like maths can be so beautiful and creative as well yeah
1: yeah 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 that's that's really interesting isn't it because it's it is that idea that there's there's creative things and non-creative things and therefore there are creative people and non-creative yeah. people. Which By default
0: just... we're all creating. Yeah yeah. We exactly. can't help it.
1: Do you find that creativity and your love creativity do you find that it came from somewhere? Is that something that you believe you inherited? Like oh. as in like from someone in your family growing up or, or someone that you knew? Or, I um, think
0: so my family's from Eastern Europe, where it's like the woman's very much a homemaker. Mm-hmm. So my grandma sews and knits a lot. So that's the skill that I picked up from her. But my mom's baking and, you know, you you said about the house, mm. that's all her. Like she's come up with everything. She's wow. Pinterest boarded it to hell, like she, She, this is all her. And my dad's a builder, so he built the house. So not in the, like my parents aren't actors or musicians, but I always kind of enjoyed the fruits of their labor. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I really can't pinpoint it. I just couldn't stay away. Did someone in your family inspire you to pursue your creativity?
1: Mm. I feel like, I think my mom is, I was thinking about this earlier, like my mom is a very creative person. But like in the way that, uh, kind of much like what you're talking about in terms of just finding new things and and finding new ways to create, like she does a lot of that Mm. and she always has. And she definitely kind of just emanates creativity. She's just one of those people that like, it's just part of her being, you know? And I think that that rubbed off on me alongside. Um, I think her appreciation for my creative spirit yeah. meant that it kind of it just it, it when you have some sort of reciprocation of what you're doing, then you're you're gonna you're gonna want to carry on doing it, you know. Uh, yeah. And so I think I think that that those two things meant that that pushed me into just wanting to create in every every single way that I could. And now I find I think, yeah, very similarly to what you're saying, I just really appreciate the creative process in whatever way that is. Yeah. And and I think that then pushes me to just I just love finding new ways of making things, you know, and yeah. new ways of uh manifesting the the same idea. In mm. in you know, in in five or six different ways explain the same thing. You know, and they come out so
0: you know. different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They all look so different. They could be completely different things, but it's all come from. Exactly. One place.
1: Such a blessing. to have Saeed as well, who's a new friend of mine. Yeah. Um I like we met about just under two months ago mm. and he's just been such a driving force for me. Uh because we've been writing together which oh. has been amazing um we've been going to uh the studio with his producer jibby who's mm-hmm. also amazing um and writing with those guys um it has just been like it's just been amazing because it's so much fun and we just get along in in a in a on a level which is just really funny mm-hmm. and i just we just end up laughing a lot and and Saeed so is just a, an incredible songwriter as well. I mean, he's just... An amazing just like, lyricist. Yeah. He knows I, what he's it doing. Just, it, it really, it like, it blows me away. And the first time we met, we were just chatting for, like, hours about just songwriting. and and I just, And I just really hadn't had a conversation that in-depth for a long time about just songwriting as a craft and it really really showed me that how how honest songwriting is as a as a craft you know it's like like my job is building sets you know and that that's like the classic definition of honest work you know You're, (laughs) you're fixing two pieces of wood together yeah um but yeah songwriting is a really honest 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 craft even though you're making stuff up all the time you put
0: so much of yourself into it yeah that's actually you've led me onto a question really well which is when we first start working on something there's just like almost raw passion for it and whatever comes out of it that's just how we've perceived how to do it Mm. and then when you when people notice that you're good at that we have a natural talent for it then you start to get some recognition. You're like, I can take this somewhere. But then you've got to learn the craft, which is what you were saying, right? Yeah. So maybe I've naturally taken to acting, mm. but then there's techniques techniques I've got to learn. Do you find that there's been a chafe almost between... But this is how I naturally do it to like, well, this is how the best do it. And how do you find that balance?
1: Oh, yeah. Massively, massively. I, I, I was writing for about like four 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 or five years mm-hmm. before I went to college and I did this songwriting course which s- threw me off the rails for like two years because yeah. there were these teachers there Jack was actually one of them my friend Jack mm-hmm. um, uh, who's an amazing songwriter um, he's he, he goes by the name Just Jack and he and he's written just like some amazing tunes he's an incredible songwriter and it's it was having him alongside uh, some other tutors who were songwriters basically being like no this is how you write a song and then <laughs> my kind of very uh very you would or at least in the eyes of this course maybe be considered very ignorant style of songwriting was then kind of put under the microscope and there were there were benefits to that for sure because I learned how to look at the way that I write mm-hmm. in an, uh, in a in a structural way which I think is useful and it can be creative although it can sometimes feel very uh, almost logistical yeah, yeah, <laughs> be like yeah. how many choruses should go in here <laughs> or something like that um, yeah. but that was definitely beneficial but it was magnified at the time to a point where it was like no 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 this is how you write a song this is not how you write a song yeah
0: <laughs> but that's not how we wanted to do yeah, it yeah
1: exactly and so for, for a good like two years after that I couldn't write a song properly like because every time I'd take to it and and start writing I'd be like oh but this doesn't fit into the structure ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and so then I think since then is I've basically just found a, a, a kind of a mesh
0: yeah.
1: where I take the good bits that I like and then just learning over time to respect more and more the way that I want to write and yeah. just going, okay, this doesn't have a, a regular song structure. So I'm, I feel like I'm moving further and further away from regular song structure and just taking the bits I like. Yeah, you know? but i really enjoy pop music mm-hmm. and that's been a big part of my songwriting kind of uh inspiration uh for a while and so beca- just because it's so limiting yeah and i really appreciate <laughs> how limiting yeah. it is um and that's a that's a big theme within creativity for me is 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 setting limitations yeah um i feel like constricting yourself to a few different avenues within some sort of creative outlet is just such a great way to to produce interesting and fun uh results and it gives you an opportunity to experiment um within a kind of a playground you know you're you're giving yourself a playground with a number of different fun things to jump around on yeah Um, and i find that that's a bit it's a bit more I don't know it's it's just it's just really really fun you know i i write uh when i write i i love to play characters yeah. there is often you know uh, i'm playing a character and the character i will put on a voice for uh and they will be in uh, you know they will be a grumpy character maybe they're really happy and they have they all kind of have their own story and so having those limitations for myself and kind of separating myself from whatever I'm creating in that way just provides me uh with so much joy because I'm I just end up mentally in this weird landscape where I'm playing some sort of you know strange odd um dysfunctional character possibly Uh, and I just find so much enjoyment in that that's where I feel like I have the most fun
0: do you find that if you don't get a positive response immediately you're like i'm I'm gonna cry now
1: yeah i mean that's that's the like that's that's it's such a bogey that isn't it Mm. it's like that that you don't get that little hit of dopamine from getting something right the first time and this (laughs) i feel like it's so important to try and learn i'd love to be able to learn how to do that is to just get over that because mm. it it would it would mean that like learning new things would be a hell of a lot easier. God, yeah, because yeah, you're not like you don't you don't try once, give up and then wait like two months and then hit it up again and then fail again because you only did it once mm-hmm. two months ago. Um, but that's I guess that's it, isn't it with new things is trying to find the 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 space to accept in yourself that you are going to be bad at it and that's okay um because that's something that I feel like when you're when you're young you don't have so much of that and you're able to kind of have an a slightly ignorant approach to things Mm. which means that you you just kind of go heads first into things whether you think you're going to be good or not Mm. and if you don't get and I guess maybe you have less e- expectation as well, so you yeah. just kind of you're doing it simply for the enjoyment of doing it. Because you're like, wow, this is a new thing, um rather than being like, this is a new thing, and I want to be able to achieve this within the first day of <laughs> of doing it. You
0: know?
1: yeah. And um, yeah, I
0: am gonna. Um sorry i hate when i talk over people it's like my most annoying trait i was gonna say <laughs> <That's> <laughs> when we you. get older i don't know if this is just a me thing in which case i need to speak to a therapist about it but, um, <laughs> every new thing that i have just even a little bit of talent from like, how can i turn this into a business venture <laughs> uh. <laughs> and i am like, why have i been groomed to monetize everything i enjoy yeah um, and so i've been trying to get out of that specifically because for my podcast i mean there's a lot of expensive equipment and i'm having to spend my own money on it Mm. and rather than thinking okay how am i going to earn this money back i've just been trying to say i'm going to really enjoy conversations with these people yeah and i'm lucky enough that i get to share them with other people who'd be interesting and that's all the return i need yeah it doesn't need to be a check no completely
1: (laughs) completely do you find do you find that it's like like when you're trying something new mm. do you are you in your head are you thinking about the point at which you'll start sharing it with other people
0: yeah and it's always so far in the future <laughs> yeah because um, i i mean and I, like you were saying earlier about we have to get better at accepting these failures in every single podcast i have somehow managed to bring that up because i'm <laughs> so desperate for someone to have the answer and in many ways it's so comforting that no one does which is mm. it's hard to be bad at something keep going mm. you'll get good yeah but the bit in between being bad and getting good i hate that but yeah <laughs> and it's usually like where you make the most investment
1: yeah and then and then it's like that that specific thing that feeling of like you got out of that what you need Yeah. then I feel like that is the point that is the point where you want to be mm-hmm. <laughs> and and staying in that is so difficult I think especially when you start sharing yeah. things right that's like that's when that feels like it becomes a complicated matter because yeah. it's no you're no longer just doing it for yourself or seemingly, mm-hmm. and that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about about trying not to think about sharing things yeah. before I've actually even finished it, mm.
0: um,
1: because I think it's really important to to find that 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 joy, uh, that space in making things. Which is funny, I say that because I rarely, well, I don't rarely, but I, it's quite it's quite it's quite uncommon at the moment, at least for me to be for me to be writing lyrics and be enjoying them Mm. be or be sorry be enjoying that process Mm -hmm. i find it quite stressful but i'm moving into a place where i'm finding it less stressful
0: yeah
1: it's gross yeah 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 but but for me it's it was recently realizing two things um i realized firstly something which has really stuck with me and that is that i'm always going to make things Mm -hmm. i realize now that it's that's actually something that's just not going to change i'm always going to make things um because that is i i understand that enough about myself and i don't understand anything else about myself or (laughs) or a lot of the time i feel like there's a question mark above most things um but that i understand telling stories will be Mm -hmm. one thing that will be a theme throughout my life i love telling stories um and then the other thing was for me recently was the realizing that i can treat writing like jamming like as in like playing the guitar i can you can and i think treating it in that way just allowing whatever to come out to come out rather than judging it before you even write it down is a good way to kind of just take a deep breath out (laughs) when you're when you're writing because I think I feel like I'm holding my breath a lot of the time because I'm Mm. like am I enjoying this
0: (laughs) (laughs) let me check in with myself
1: yeah yeah but I think I I feel like it's got to be in that space of just creating and that process like you're saying that you find that enjoyment I find it really interesting meeting people who make things and don't share it
0: Yes, I find that this is another so so interesting
1: obsessions. it's so interesting yeah it's so so interesting um I, I I find like yeah I have a I have a friend who when I met them didn't didn't share anything they made they wouldn't even share it with me yeah and then I kind of like slowly coasted it out of them and they and then they started sharing things and it was really great you know it was, it was spoken word poetry it was, you know, like uh, just written poetry and, you know, paintings and drawings. And then after like five months or so, they, they would come to me and be like, oh, I can't write. I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm just thinking about what people would think of it. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I've, done I've, just, I've done this to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was really interesting because before that point, you know, that was never even a thought that had crossed their mind. Yeah. Like I I I think that I think that to to just pursue creativity in life is is one of the most incredible things you can do with your life because there's so many things to fill your time with. Yeah, you know, I I love cooking, for example, right. and that's just like I think that for me because I'm so I'm I'm really obsessed with immersion when it comes to. Mm-hmm. To to, to to creating I love things that are immersive that like uh, envelop all of your senses and yeah. I feel like cooking is one of a few uh, kind of creative art forms uh, or just one of a few art forms that really is is very it's very easy to hit all five senses yeah you know and it's and and then there's so much history behind it. And it's such an amazing way to explore other cultures is through yeah. food, you know.
0: And it's such a good way to connect as well, right?
1: It's interesting because I I find that there's something really beautiful about spending an amount of time, dedicating an amount of time to make something yeah. for it to then just be, you know, consumed, Go for it to seconds. just disappear. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's such a, a weird, a weird but amazing feeling because I think, I know, I, I feel like there's something to study within that um when making is to not think too much about the permanence of what you make yeah because i think that that has definitely hindered me in the plot in the in the past is is m- like making and thinking wow this is forever this mm. is this is my defining creation yeah and it never is and there's
0: always the next one
1: yeah there's always the next one
0: i need to get a chef on because that is the only art form where you have to repeatedly be amazing Mm. for people to consider you amazing yeah like you could have one good song, or one good movie one good painting and that's one good piece of work that's out there and people can find it of you and recognize Mm. that it's good even if you take a picture of good food, you can't prove it tasted good. Yeah, so, so true. you have to keep getting it right again and again and again, and it's such a resilient art form. Yeah. It's nice, in a way, to have it gone forever, but also, like, why if I can't get it this good again?
1: Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That I, I used to be a chef. It taught me so much, especially in the first few years of doing it, mm-hmm. of just, like, discipline. Yeah. Um, because, like you said, you have to do it over and over and over again. And... That was an incredible experience, Um, but then you know, (laughs) thinking thinking about it now, I've I've from playing shows and um, doing like tours and stuff like that, I've I've had the the same experience (laughs) every
0: night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's and it's funny because you know, you you can spend as much time and concentration on one dish and then you have to do it again. Yeah. And, and, then, and, you know, you might spend the same amount of time on that one, but it doesn't receive the, same, the same reception, you know. And it was the same with playing shows. It was like one night you give it your all and you might not even think that, that was giving it your all and you get, you know, the, the best crowd who just love what you're doing. And then you might do your best the next night because you're like, I didn't do so good last night and it was received well, so I'm going to do really good tonight. Yeah. And then you do really good, uh, but it doesn't get the same reception. Yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to like what you were uh, was talking about before in terms of rejection and stuff like that, I feel like rejection is just, it's just it, it is really what you make of it. And I don't think that there's much that you need to make of it. I think I think it's just music important. to
0: my ears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, constructive criticism, incredible. Yeah. It's, it's it's like that shit is priceless. Yeah, you know, I try and try my best to remember to ask people who have listened to my music or to or who've come to a show to just tell me what they didn't like mm. as well. When when it's when it when I'm concerned about it yeah you know, otherwise give it to I, yourself <laughs> yeah I mean I just I don't know I don't know how much of a shit you need to give about that sort of stuff I think one of the most beautiful things that I've I've uh come to uh I'd say in the, in, the, in the it was probably in the last kind of six months or so is I've really come to value what I do and how I do it yeah and that's just meant that I really don't give much of a shit Mm. (laughs) and that feels really great
0: because if you do it the way someone else is doing it they're already doing it that way
1: yeah you don't need
0: a clone
1: there's no fucking point there's absolutely no fucking point like just do it do do the thing how you want to do it Mm. because no one's going to do it how you do it
0: exactly that's such a beautiful place as well to end our wonderful conversation i hope everyone takes that away I think I finally heard what I need to hear on rejection (laughs) so I can stop asking that question. (laughs) Stop annoying my future guests. Um, It's been so magical talking to you. Um, I am so looking forward to some of the music that you have coming out. And if you have any more shows, let me
1: know. Oh yeah, oh they're coming. Oh yeah, so excited. I will
0: be there. Um, And I'll also share them with my my audience so that they're able to watch you live. It's been so lovely speaking with you.
1: And you. (laughs)